Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts, Noli, Boatsy, Jero, and Tanner. What is up, guys? Uh, welcome to episode, I think this is 85 of the Windy City Bender Podcast. It's a special one. We're um, joined today by Noli. And Noli. And, and Noli. Noli. <laughs> <laughs> well, we said we were going to try to get full strength soon, and well, I guess we're going to have to wait a little bit longer on that one. Hey, you know what? I'm out again. So I'm here. Um, it didn't take me a month to come back on, so I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's the specialness, right? That's two for two in a row, right? So I mean, that's I mean, that's a, almost a streak. I mean, you know, I, I'm just I'm just here to do my part. You know, I'm just trying to help out all that I can. All right, so, <laughs> um, so we're not going to touch on any hockey news. Um, there's just, no hawks. Yeah, no hawks talk. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Nothing we want to talk about right now. Uh, and also, just there's so much to talk about. We're just going to wait until we are full strength. Yeah. So, so that we can all yell together and maybe get a cry session together because it's fucking it. embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing comes from the show Letter Kenny. And so we're not talking hockey. So what are, what are we putting an episode out for? Well, Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. <laughs> we have uh, the one and only Tyler Johnston, a.k.a. Skid. <laughs> Your favorite skid. He is on the show today talking um, a little bit of everything. It was a, he was awesome. He was a, he was a great, great conversation. Uh, talked hockey, talked Letter Kenny. Um, he told some stories that might be a story that might be an exclusive to uh, the Benders. Um, yeah, yeah, a little street story. But um, yeah, so um, I think without further ado, let's just uh, send it over to uh, Tyler. Let's get right into it. Stewart. All right, so now we are joined by a extremely special guest. He is one of the stars of the mega hit. Letter Kenny, you know him as Stuart. Uh, please welcome to the show, Tyler Johnston. Tyler, how are you doing, man? Not too shabby. Doing quite well, thank you very much. How, how are you guys doing over there? Doing good. I mean, excited for the interview, so yeah. we appreciate you coming on. No problem at all, guys. I'm happy to be here. I mean, your, uh, the name of your podcast uh, sums up a, a big portion of my life, so I figured it was just appropriate. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, well, let's let's start with that then. Um, so did you uh, have you played hockey uh, growing up at all? My whole life, I uh, I you know grew up playing the sport. I remember learning to skate on uh, some of those double blade skates that uh, you know they used to put kids on when uh, one of the lakes froze over, and you know been playing ever since. My uh, my old man coached me for a bunch of years. You know the five a.m practices and what have you and uh, played all the way up to juvenile when I was about 21 years old and then now I just kind of casually play have a couple beers after perhaps and uh, play some roller hockey as well in the summertime so oh it's truly living the dream right uh, yeah I've, I've you know I hung up my professional aspirations but uh, <laughs> I still love the game 
So you do the 5 a.m. practice. That's why the Canadians are always beating the Americans because, you know, we start at 6 a.m. So you guys got that extra hour on us. Yeah, exactly. We're up an hour early. <laughs> yeah, well, because we got to actually warm our car up usually. But, uh, yeah, no, we were, up, we were up real early. I remember that, like, you know, being 10, 11 years old and my dad picking up a couple of the guys who lived in the neighborhood and, you know, going to the – being the first guys on the ice in the morning and, you know, uh, getting cleaned up after hockey and going right to school. Yeah, and now you're one of the last ones on the ice every night when you're in men's league. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because I showed up four minutes before the puck drop. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, do you? So uh, you say you play uh, still playing a little bit now? Are you guys? Uh, are you part of this like infamous uh, team with like all the guys from the show? I actually did uh, register one game with the, oh, wow. those guys. I wasn't a regular on that uh, that team, but. If you guys are, you know, I know the follow-up question. I got two goals that game. So uh, I will go down uh, as a goal scorer with the squad. But uh, I wasn't a regular like the other boys, uh, unfortunately. I had a different group of guys I was playing with during that time. Um, so, yeah, obviously looking at your social media, everybody can tell that, you know, you're a big Canucks fan. Um, so first, let me ask. I mean, you can I, tell, I, eh? Yeah. Are we, <laughs> I got to ask, are we, are we cool, you know, about like 2010 and all that? Like the playoffs between the Hawks. Hold on. What, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we're okay. Okay. I, my real beef is with the Boston Bruins. Yeah, um, I think that's everybody's beef. The Blackhawks said that. I mean, Blackhawks, you guys had a hell of a squad for so long there. And, I mean, you guys still got some great players, of course, but for a while there it was just you guys were untouchable. And, you know, one of the most infamous goals that's going to go down in Vancouver Canucks history is when Alex Burroughs caught the puck on the sideboards there and, clapped it in overtime just to we like to consider it slaying the dragon so uh, (laughs) i guess you guys would be considered the dragon in that in this case you know yeah i uh i'll never forget that goal it still hurts to this day (laughs) (laughs) yeah well you guys got a couple cup rings so cry me a river (laughs) (laughs) it was a little spoiled that's all (laughs) those were uh that time period was definitely uh awesome rivalry between the canucks and uh, the hawks it was awesome it was wild so much energy yeah, uh, I really we, wish we, we still had that with you guys, or yeah. at least, you know, a team in general. It doesn't really seem like there's too many teams like that too much anymore. No, I'd agree. We're trying to find our footing again as a team. We had a great start to the season. We've had a bit of a slide here, so we're still trying to find our own identity, let alone ruffling other people's feathers. I think at this point in time, but it is part of the game. I was a I was an instigator when I played. I used to muck <laughs> it up. Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Protocol. say whatever you want. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I used to muck it up all the time as a, as a younger player. And then, you know, getting into like, you know, your early twenties and stepping into beer league, you're like, okay, well now I'm playing full on men who have been, <laughs> who have been men for fucking 15 years. So <laughs> who have been uh, drinking drink all night. Loud, they will beat me up. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my game changed. <laughs> <laughs> Not so tough anymore. No, 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 no. And I wear a full cage too. So I'm an easy oh. target. <laughs> Are you? Are you? I gotta do it. Cage? Are you chirping with the cage on? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little less than I once did, but uh, I do. I do still chirp. Awesome. So, well, uh, I mean, this is why we kind of had you on. So let's just talk about uh, about the show. It's been very successful. We love it. It seems to be growing and rapidly everywhere. And uh, can you just tell us a little bit about what's going yeah. on coming in the upcoming season and just about the show a little bit? 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, this show, um, you know, we started it like four or five years ago now. Jared, uh, the creator, did a couple clips on YouTube. And I remember when he was developing it into a TV show, he and I have been friends for uh, probably 10, 11 years now. We did a miniseries in Canada uh, about Don Cherry, actually, where Jared played the uh, older version of Don Cherry and I played a younger version of Don Cherry. So that's when Jared and I met originally and he started developing this show and he told me he wanted me to get involved and then a few years passed and, you know, sure enough, we, we got six episodes season one and we went, we went to Sudbury that summer and it just had such an amazing time. We, uh, we joked it was like summer camp, but, uh, but a TV came out, a TV show came out of it. And, uh, and then when we got the renewal and uh, then a second renewal after that, you know, we started to realize that people were gravitating towards it and it became very, very exciting. And then of course the sale into America just took things to the, to the next level for, for everybody involved and watching it grow, uh, you know, even to this day, it's, it's, uh, it's fascinating and it's exciting and, uh, it's not lost on us how cool and special of a moment in time this is for all of us. And, uh, we're having a blast doing it and uh, hopefully we can do, you know, 50 more seasons. Uh, yeah. That being said, we've got a season coming out here Christmas day in Canada and um, the 27th of December on Hulu in America. And it's, it's a very, very fun season, especially for my character in particular. Uh, me and me and rolled get up to a whole bunch of uh, silly, ridiculous stuff. And uh, there's some old, uh, you know, some, some recurring characters that come back that I think the, uh, the, the audience will enjoy. And uh, you know, we uh, we just got back to uh, like a week ago for making seven more episodes. So there's a whole bunch uh, of Letterkenny coming up. Do you think that? Um, well, here, first let me ask this. We asked this uh, to Nathan and uh, Dylan when we had them on. Has it really sunk in with you, like exactly how big this actually is becoming, or is it like is it still kind of like you have to kind of pinch yourself a little bit? Yeah, you know, it's happened at like kind of a nice steady pace. It didn't, it wasn't like we released season one and it just kind of blew up. It's been a nice gradual growth rate. But that being said, uh, it is still hard to wrap, you know, our heads around. I'll speak for myself, of course, but, uh, you know, we're about to embark on a, a North American li- uh, wide Letter Kenny Live tour. And if you told me that four years ago, I would have laughed in your face. Uh, <laughs> not because I didn't think the show had potential, but just you don't really think of those things as, as an actor who's kind of just happy to, to be on a, 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 a brand new show. And, you know, we're going to do 38 cities and do 41 shows across North America come February, March, and April. And uh, I don't think that's going to set in until maybe week two uh, when we're on the bus uh, playing crib and drinking whiskey and doing whatever it is we're doing. And, uh, Again, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of the show and along for the ride. Yeah, I mean, you guys can tell that there's just good chemistry. Everybody seems to get along and have a blast. I mean, like you said, you just finished filming the next season already, and this one hasn't even come out yet, and you guys are doing this live show. I mean, how much fun do you guys have on set together? We have so much fun. It is uh, such a relaxed, loving set. Like, the crew has uh, has a great time. They always uh, pencil out Letterkenny in their schedules to make sure they're available to come back. Um, and we laugh all day long. Like, you know, like uh, there's there's a bunch of us who uh, who just kind of bicker and chirp at each other all day long. And it's relentless <laughs> and uh, it doesn't stop, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but it's nothing but love. Uh, so you mentioned, so I, I actually got to look, uh, take a look at uh, season eight a little bit early. Um, absolutely hilarious. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, you, uh, your character and Roly, I mean, you guys might become like the best duo on this show, in my opinion. Like the chemistry you guys share, um, just on the show in general. Like, how was it easy finding that um, within with uh, with Evan? Um, it uh, that has also been a very fun relationship that's continued to grow because uh, you know originally there was there was five of us kids and then when it became just uh, like sort of Stuart and Roll taking over the reins uh, we just started spending a lot of time together and he is a very funny actor who is willing to kind of just go with the flow so sometimes I will try something and he will join in and go with me and vice versa sometimes he'll suggest something and then. It kind of just takes a life of its own. We uh, we like to get together, you know, a couple nights before we get to set. We run our scenes. We like play with different uh, ideas of things that we might be fun, that we think might be fun, and uh, bring it to set. And as long as Jacob, the director, doesn't shoot it out of the sky, uh, sometimes <laughs> it makes sometimes it makes the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he hasn't shot anything out of the sky yet, I, I don't know what he will because there's some pretty ridiculous oh, things going shoots- on. <laughs> there's such ridiculous things and believe it or not he has shot down some of our ideas so you can only imagine what i would love to were. see what those were <laughs> well some of our like uh we have uh, you know we will have like a blooper reel and stuff that uh, will be released and sometimes i just wonder what's gonna make it you know because we cuss each other out on camera and, and we're like we're we're ruthless uh so if they actually were to make like a behind the scenes behind the scenes video uh there would have to be disclaimers <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would be just a show in itself. You'd have to come out with episodes and seasons. Oh of that. man, yeah, the show might need to have run its course at that point, so we have to shoot. <laughs> um, so, we love um, each other, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming you're not a method in real life. So what is it playing a skid, like on the show, like trying to become that kind of um, that person? Oh in, my god, camera. Yeah, the first couple seasons was a whole different ball game. Like it was super meth head. Uh, you, you know, there was meth scars, and I was—I think I was like overdosing, and then I was like coming clean off of it and stuff. So it's not so much like that anymore. It's uh, you know, there's other substances and stuff, but the first couple seasons was out of control, and and you know, we just we would just drink a whole bunch of coffee, and we would dance, and we would just try and be just project as much energy as we could, and you know going home at the end of those nights i would sometimes just like well one shake my head and be like what the hell did i just do today (laughs) and two run myself a really warm bath and just re-energize some of our days are just hectic yeah and and evan's a hell of a hell of a dancer like he he dances all the time he break dances all the time so like he can he can do it he's got the endurance he's a couple years younger than me too so like as i'm getting older i'm like i don't know if i can keep dancing like this yeah that always helps (laughs) yeah so did you like did you have to like you know learn all this dancing are you is that is that all you well we uh I grew up uh, dancing. Like I took a hip hop class when I was younger. I did musicals and stuff in high school. I love dancing. I've always enjoyed dancing. So I, I you know, I, I can say that I have rhythm and, and, and what have you, but as far as like some of the skid stuff, uh, the first couple seasons, it would just be us uh, improvising and uh, sort of that one dance sequence that sort of become like uh, meme famous and what have you. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we just spent some time before we went to camera and, and we're just messing around. I, I remember like looking at this video about the, 
like a cyber goss dancing underneath the bridge. I'm sure you've seen that video. <laughs> yeah. with, uh, you know, a bunch of people just dancing their heart out. So I picked a couple moves out of that video that like I, I, I kind of thought were funny. And then I just kept repeating the same five moves over and over and over and over again. And since then it's sort of evolved. Like there, there's that St. Pat- Patrick's Day, uh, St. Perfect's Day episode uh, where we do a little bit of a dance and Evan choreographed that. So I'm sure uh, someday down the line, Evan should get some sort of choreographer credit because it uh, <laughs> usually comes up with some great stuff. Yeah, that dance sequence in uh, season one where it just pops up with you guys and that's like your introduction. I think that was just probably the best. Her. That <laughs> was the best introduction of like a group of characters I've yeah. ever seen. I remember our, that's, our, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, our group of friends were up at our lake house watching it for the first time together and that came up and we all just paused and like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> 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 I don't think anyone really knew. Yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. What was going on there? Yeah, and it's it's one of those characters like the skids. Like if you don't fully commit to the skids, then you know what's the point? Uh, then you just kind of look silly. So uh, you you know you can either look silly trying to do something silly or just fucking go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously that scene might be up there, but do you have like a favorite moment from the show or favorite scene from your character? Oh man. Well, that ep- is uh, the EpiPen fight was uh, was a pretty fun uh, <laughs> fun scene to shoot as well. Uh, and there's uh, there's uh, one scene coming up in the season we just shot. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, the skids got involved with uh, the Hicks and hockey players, and and uh, you know we got into some some mayhem. But uh, but you know. Does, does uh, you have to wait a couple to months to see exactly what I'm saying. Oh, the other one coming up. Okay, I was going to say there's a scene in season eight coming up uh, in the gym that I was absolutely dying. Uh, you guys were doing a little bit of a checklist. I don't want to say too much, you know, spoil because I think oh, it's Oh, yeah. No, it, yeah, funniest. yeah. No, that was a fun day too. I'm actually talking about the one we just shot. That won't come out for like six months or something. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw that one. That was another Honestly, one there's, epi- there's scenes every episode. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the gym one? Yeah, that one was another one I paused because it was like just doing like the whole checklist of making sure you got everything to go for uh, your your weightlifting session, and then out of yeah. nowhere, compression shorts. I was just was dying. Like I was thought it was the yeah, funny. Yeah. I, that was when this when this uh, when are you guys releasing this, this um, podcast? We uh, will probably release it tomorrow or Monday. You know, to, just to give it a little uh, little preview for the. For yeah. The okay. Season. Cool. Cool. I watch uh, the spoilers. You know what I mean? Yeah, de- definitely. Yeah, that's what I, was, I was trying to like make sure you knew what I was talking about, so I was trying to be coy a little bit. But... I knew what you're talking about. Yeah, there well, we, we go. We gotta make sure they don't know what yeah, we're exactly. talking about. So you got enough a little bit of a teaser, you know. Now you guys just gotta be on the lookout for that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's only a couple of days away now. It's incredible. Exactly. Christmas in six days, and yeah, twenty seventh. You guys will get it in like eight days here, just over yeah, a week. Absolutely flown by this year. Um, so if you had to pick a group uh, from Letterkenny to be a part of other than the skids, which, uh, which one do you think you fit in best with? Oh, well, which one would I fit in best with? Well, everyone who knows me, uh, you know, obviously before the show's gone six or seven or eight seasons, whatever it is now, assuming that I was part of the hockey players because I grew up playing hockey. I grew up playing lacrosse and I was just always been very athletic growing up. Uh, I was never even close to being a hick. I grew up in the suburbs of Vancouver. So uh, you know, like my dad used to make fun of me when I had to do yard work. So I don't think, uh, I don't think I fit into the, to the Hicks either. So I don't know, maybe I fit in uh, somewhere at Modine's tendon bar, but uh, I don't think I'd be Glenn. I don't, I don't think I'd be Glenn. I don't think I'd be Gail or Bonnie McMurray. So I don't know. 
I'm just gonna say the hockey players for That's simplicity's right. sake. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Just but one of the guys sitting at the bar. Getting any smarter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the guys sitting at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you? Uh, so, I like asking this one too. There's a couple guys that came on. Who on set is probably most like their character, and who might be like the farthest away from who they play, not including yourself. Dylan Playfair may be the closest to his character. Uh, I'd be curious to see who he said, uh, if you guys spoke to him previously. Yeah. He I, grew up playing hockey. He, go ahead. Yeah, I think he – I believe he said Jared. Like, he said, like – he was talking about yeah. hockey. Yeah, hockey, but he's like – he goes, yeah, he's got the hockey background, but he just he just fits that, that hick personality <laughs> so well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a good pick too. That's a good pick too. I'm still gonna go with Dylan. Dylan Dylan uh, is a hockey guy. He's a freaking beauty. Uh, he's a great friend, uh, just like his his character. Uh, as far as like uh, someone who's not like their character, I'd have to say Lisa, who plays Gail, because she is out of control when she yeah. becomes Gail. It's so funny. She's such a nice, intelligent, like reserved. Uh, you know, she keeps to herself. She's just awesome and then when she steps into gail's boots and starts doing her scene it's like it's just something possesses her and, and you know her hips take over <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect description because it's just so out there and her hips are just always moving you don't know what's going on constantly moving yeah <laughs> mesmerizing yeah i love it um so something that's kind of taken over in uh your role these characters is the uh high-pitched stirt uh can you kind of just say where that came from and if you how much you actually like when that happens on set it's it's i don't even know when it started (laughs) probably two three years ago uh evan because you know as you know stewart um he loves rolled but sometimes he doesn't treat rolled all that well and uh evan just started reacting uh, by saying my name and every now and then it would turn into a whimper and then Jacob the director would just push him to get more whimpery or more <laughs> high pitched and then it just kind of evolved into like all of a sudden when he says Stuart's name there's like three letters missing and it's just an S-T-R-T and uh, you know it's it's been something that's evolved and it's definitely uh, you know made its way into our show because people tweeted at me and Instagram me all the time about you know Stuart and Stuart. <laughs> it's, it's uh we get it Evan and I get a kick out of it we, we we certainly get a kick out of it do you get it do you get it in public at all have you guys seen that montage yeah oh yeah 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 that was that was next level yeah, yeah. my my brother is actually named, my brother is actually named Stuart too so we've been starting to do like it's been carrying over to him as well and he uh I think you take it a little bit better than he does <laughs> I was gonna say, how does he feel about that? Yeah, he he laughed the first. You know, it's not my real name, so I can avoid it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, do you get that a lot in public? Like, do you just hear Stewart's like down, like walking down the street or anything like that? Um, no, no one yells Stuart. Like they'll like they'll like <laughs> stop me and say hello and what have you. I was in a great restaurant last night in Vancouver called Pigeon, and uh, the owner came up and just said he was a huge fan of the show, and we got to chatting and. Uh, he, uh, you know, gave me a couple samples of some of his favorite sake. So that came in handy last night. Nice. Uh, one of my <laughs> favorite so. uh, Sturt stories. Uh, I don't know if I've told this before. I might have. It was I was in the sum- It was in summer last year. Um, 
and I was on Vancouver Island up in British Columbia here. I was going to a music festival and uh, Snoop Dogg was headlining the Saturday night. And uh, I ended up making friends with the guy whose father ran the festival. So he's friends with Dylan Playfair. He and I became friends. So we were at his house uh, on the lake, just kind of enjoying the day. And uh, all of a sudden his dad leans over the, uh, you know, the railing and goes, Hey, is Tyler still here? Still here. Can he come upstairs? So as I'm walking upstairs, I start hearing, (laughs) and I look around the corner and it's uh, Snoop Dogg's crew. So the the crew that he rolls with, I I don't know if, you know, if they're the the sound guys or the DJs or what have you. Uh, And they said they were big fans of the show and they wanted to to hang out and chat. So all of a sudden I'm sitting down with Snoop Dogg's crew and they, you know, they're calling me Sturt. uh, (laughs) And I'm just trying to to act as cool as I possibly can. Uh, that That was a fun one. you're you're just sitting there like i am Stuart now this is me (laughs) yeah no yeah you call me whatever you want i'm just happy to be here i I wish i wish i asked uh i wish i asked if snoop watched the show but uh again i was trying to i was trying to be cool i didn't want to super fanboy out you know but i I mean i'm sure i did anyway so i should have just asked (laughs) that's That's fantastic um so i got a question too so going back to season one um, you get the episode where you're putting on the rave and you start talking about all of your, uh, DJ aliases that are going to be at the show. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have a yeah. favorite one? Oh my God. Like, there was, <laughs> well, what were some of those? That was a long time ago. There's like <laughs> DJ power bottom, uh, DJ, like, uh, oh man, you'd have to tell me a list. So I'm just going to go with DJ power bottom. Yeah, That's the only like- one I remember right now. Uh, Pippi Lams, Long Stockings, I think was one. It was just yeah, yeah. DJ I, DJ Blumkin or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you were just like, I, it's just it's incredible. Like listening to you too, to like deliver these lines when you go down a roll and you're just spitting this stuff out yeah. nonstop. Like, I mean, it was yeah. that, I mean that's got to be I that's got to be the coffee. Practice. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Like I uh, I enjoy it now, but for a while there, it was like, and even still to this day, uh, you know, I really need to get a good grasp on it. Like days before. Uh, we get to filming because uh, the last thing I want to do is show up and be underprepared. And um, then I'm, then I'm throwing off the whole rhythm and I'm not comfortable or confident in the way I'm delivering the lines and, and the choices that I'm making. And so, so, you know, I, to be honest with you, a lot of the times I have to Google, you know, 50% of the words that I'm saying, cause I don't know, <laughs> like I don't use those words in my vocabulary ever. So I got to like, I got to hold like uh, you know, English lesson before I go to set usually. Not that I retain any of the information anyway, but I do for a couple of yeah. <laughs> At least, At least you could spit it out. <laughs> exactly. At least I know what I'm saying when I'm saying. Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously, like the, the hockey aspect's a huge part. Any, any future NHL guys going to be on? Any, you know, ex-NHLers, anything like that? Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> um, you know, there's always talk back and forth about potential players the only thing is it's tough to schedule uh uh, you know especially current players right now because the schedules are so packed and unfortunately with our schedules we can't lock down a day until a couple weeks before so it makes things a little bit tricky but we've had a lot of nhl players uh you know current and past uh reach out to us and just kind of tell us that they're fans of the the show and and uh, we were at this cool party in the summertime. Um, uh, Nick Nick Foligno, Nick Foligno is uh, uh, a Sudbury man, uh, native. Him and his brother and his dad. So they put together this um, 
fundraiser every summer where they have a bunch of their players and former players come in and they play a game against doctors in town and raise a bunch of money for the kids hospital. And so uh, Nick Foligno invited a bunch of us over to his place for like a dinner and some drinks. And I ended up meeting a whole bunch of the players and uh, Matt Duchesne actually came up to me and, uh, and told us that he was, he was a huge fan of the show. And, and I was like, Oh, I'm a huge fan of yours. <laughs> like, you know, so I was just like, kind of throwing it back in his face. Uh, so we've had some very, very cool moments like that with, uh, you know, guys that we kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say idolize, but, uh, you know, we look up to and we watch and we check their stats on the daily. So yeah, it's absolutely. pretty cool to, uh, to get a little bit of, uh, props from guys like that. Do you, didn't in, uh, Columbus, didn't somebody make a Nick Foligno sign that was dressed like Wayne and said, who's the toughest guy in Columbus or something? That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that's that. Exactly that was hilarious. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah, we uh, we get a, we get along with those guys well. Nick's a Nick's a beauty. So is his brother Marcus. That's awesome. Um, if you had so if you had to pick one hockey player, you know, current or retired, to be like your dream guest on the show, uh, who who do you think that would be? Wow, what a question! <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I grew up, uh, I loved, uh, I loved, um, my two favorite players growing up were Paul Korea and Steve Eiserman. Um, I, I had a chance to meet Steve Korea, his brother, which was pretty neat. Uh, but, uh, I'm going to say Steve Eiserman. He's a, he's a heck of a guy. So, uh, I don't know where he'd fit in. He'd probably just like berate all of our uh, cast members <laughs> and throw them out or something. But, uh, he'd probably just like take to- till coaches shoes for a couple minutes or something, but Steve Eisenman was one of my favorite, favorite players growing up. So let's go with Stevie Watt. Awesome. I'm looking at a picture of Darren McCarty. I actually did a podcast with him a few months ago and he was a freaking killer. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's he got some good stories. He, yeah. He, he sure does. I'm going to, you know what? I'm switching that. Darren McCarty. <laughs> <Stevie Watt. laughs> yeah, he might fit in per- like perfect. I mean him, him and uh, I think coach he'd do just fine. Yeah. Him and coach could probably go on some rants together. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't want to see Darren McCarty get into a letter Kenny fight either. Who knows what would happen? <laughs> All right. Um, so I think this might be the last question we got for you. It's one that we like to ask everybody. Obviously you told us you grew up playing hockey. What's your favorite hockey memory? Favorite hockey memory. Yeah, whether it be playing or well, there Canucks was... memory. Um, I'm gonna uh, I got a play. I got a player memory. I suppose um, it was uh, it was in juvenile, so it's like our last couple of years of minor hockey. So we're eighteen to twenty, uh, something like that. Um, our team dropped down to like the second div that year, and we uh, we we fought our way into the playoffs, and then we uh, we fought our way into the finals. And actually, I remember uh, it came to like a best of three um, <laughs> game with with the first place team in the league. Uh, we kind of had to really earn our way into the playoffs and we pushed it to the third game and actually ended up winning, uh, going to provincials, uh, which was just like this amazing moment. Uh, you know, we ended up getting spanked in provincials, but, uh, but get, getting there, uh, getting there was pretty exciting. We didn't get spanked in provincials, but we lost the game pretty early on. That kind of took us out of the running, but, uh, but, but making that run to, to provincials was pretty special. We all really had to come together as a team and, and push push for that third game and then we we ultimately won that third game just by grinding it out you know no not one pretty goal that game just just a grind test i'm gonna ask how just how many <laughs> how many goals yeah no like they, they don't ask how you score them they just ask how many you scored so you know grinding out you know no, goals that's goal. exactly right 
and I wasn't scoring any. I was I was doing the grinding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyler, um, you know, it's been an absolute honor having you on the show. Um, absolute blast talking with you. Um, so again, um, so Christmas Day on Crave TV, and then on the twenty seventh uh, on Hulu. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, where uh, where can the, everybody find you on like social media and all that? I'm on Instagram and Twitter. My handles are Tyler J B Johnston. So that's T Y L E R J B J O H N S T O N. Tyler J B Johnston. And uh, for anyone uh, you know who wants to come check out Letterkenny Live, I think we've got uh, you know we've got a few tickets left, but they've been selling really really well, which has just been you know just so so cool. And uh, again, we appreciate the hell out of the fans, man. It's uh, it's not lost on us how special this is. But if you're near any of those cities, come on through. It's going to be a fucking blast. We'd love to see you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tyler. Uh, have a great one, man. Hey, it was my pleasure, guys. Take care. Go Canucks, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again to Tyler for coming on. Um, again, check out Letter Kenny Season 8. Uh, hits uh, Crave TV in Canada on December 25th. And then hits uh, Hulu December 27th, which I believe is Friday of next week. And if you're not watching this show, um, I don't know what you're doing with your life. This is probably one of the one of the funniest shows out there. Um, yeah, you don't even have to be Canadian. Yeah. I mean, totally did not wait till it was legally in the United States for us to watch it or anything. But Cough, cough. Um, yeah, it's a great show. It's only six to seven episodes per season. Um, it goes by really quick. The only thing is you have to sit down and watch it because there's so many jokes that are said that it's, it's hard to keep up. So like you, you, you can't just put it on in the background. Like you have to sit down and watch the show. Like it's just, it's too fucking funny. There's times I, I throw it on just to have it on in the background. And I notice myself catching more jokes that yeah, I missed like the first couple times. Like we watched it at the lake house a couple times and it was like, we had to pause it because so many people were laughing so hard at so many times that we didn't want to miss the next joke, but we couldn't stop laughing. So it's just like, it's just nonstop hit after hit every joke. And it's, it's probably one of the smartest written shows I think too. Like, Oh yeah. The, the, it's, it's so funny. Cause it's, it's fart, it's Dick, it's weed jokes and all that kind of stuff. It's stupid it, humor, but it's so smart. Like right. it's absolutely ridiculous. And I, we didn't, we didn't talk to Tyler about it, but I mean, if you've heard our interviews with uh, Nathan Dales, who plays Daryl, and Dylan Playfair, who plays uh, was Riley. Yeah, wow. Blank there. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the show is 99.9% written. It's not – there's like 0.01% impro- improvision there, which is – Improvisation. Improvisation. What's up? That's not even a name. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, again, Crave TV, December 25th. Uh, in Canada, uh, Hulu on December 27th. Um, make sure you follow, follow Tyler on all social media, Tyler B. Johnson, um, on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, this is probably going to be the last like actual episode we do. Um, I'm going to try to throw together a best of for uh, to wrap up the new year. Pick um, episodes that I'm in. Pick episodes you're in. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are the best. Those are the best. Um, so yeah, so we just want to think this has been an absolutely insane year for us. Um, we've had some awesome guests on it, so um, definitely it's been awesome because of the, also the, all the listeners, you know, giving feedback and all that kind of stuff. So we really thank you guys for the year. Um, anything you want, want to say, Noli? 
Um, it's been fun. Yeah. Doing more than we thought we would with it. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, trying to give our absolute best and trying to stay consistent. It's difficult, it is really but uh, we appreciate everything and we appreciate all the people letting us interview them and people listening. So hopefully we have more for you in the new year. Yeah. So have a very, very Merry Christmas. Um, happy Hanukkah poets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a happy new year. Um, and we will see you guys in 2020. Bye. The double side. Follow the boys on Twitter at WCB Podcast, on Instagram at WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook, the Windy City Benders Podcast.